Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Cause I'm TNT. I'm dynamite. TNT. And I will not fight. TNT. I'm a power load. TNT. Watch me explode. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the Andrea K Show. So excited to be here. Don't I say that every week? Well, you know what? It bears repeating because I love sharing this time with you all out there. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I am coming at you from the KCBQ AM 1170, The Answer Studios in beautiful, sunny Southern California, San Diego. And I'm full of sunshine today. I'm in a good mood. And um, hopefully, DJ Carrot Sticks is in a good mood, too. Thank you for joining me. You better be careful, baby, because if the left gets their way, DJ Carrot Sticks, you might not even be able to simulate the sound of gunshot. Even a ray gun? Even even a what gun? Ray gun. I thought it was ray a ray gun. gun. Oh, was that like some kind of weird Star Wars reference? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Are you guys... <laughs> Confession, I have never seen a Star Wars movie. Tony, Andrea, you need to cut out some of those Lifetime movies you watch and put in Groundhog's Day and Star Wars. Come on. I will never give up my LMN movies. And, you know, promise me, have you ever seen the the, the classic, the end-all, be-all LMN movie of all time is A Woman Scorned and Her Final Fury. It is the... Um, uh, what's it called when you have two movies back to back? It's the double header. The double header of the all time greatest Lifetime Movie Network movies ever. And it was on the story based out of San Diego, Betty Broderick. And on my bucket list is to interview Betty Broderick. In fact, I need to I need to put the wheels in motion for that. My buddy Steph Watts, who's an investigative crime reporter, I'm hoping he can help me. Uh, make that happen because that to interview her would be the end all be all hey thanks to everybody who's watching via facebook live my a double feature my man cv says thanks to everybody out there watching um the rule of law uh i got to thinking about the rule of law as so many and, and that's one of the things that separates america makes us the one of the greatest the greatest country on the face of the earth and one of the reasons why uh Americans were disturbed at some of the inroads that the left has made in terms of destroying the very fabric of our society. The rule of law has been so deteriorated and diminished, if not destroyed, in this country. And I started thinking of all the different ways. I started thinking about it when the uh, disgusting, shocking verdict in, in the Kate Steinle case on Friday, as that came alight, the, the verdict, and then to see the defense attorney come out and so in such a disgusting, vile manner spit on the Steinle family. I got to thinking about the rule of law. The rule of law is so precious to me. It's one of the the reasons why I actually contemplated becoming an attorney at one point. And it is what separates us from becoming a banana republic. But when we have the when we have the very heart of our justice system in this country, our, de- our Department of Justice, including our intelligence agency, being more corrupt than the people that they're supposed to be investigating, we got a problem here. This, this is supposed to be an investigation into President Trump and his obstruction of justice. When we have no rule of law in this country and, we, and, and the ones obstructing justice are actually the Department of Justice 
and the intelligence agencies behind it. So I started compiling a list and I actually put it out there to all my Facebook friends out there on all the different areas in which we don't no longer have the rule of law. I don't even have time to get into it. But there is no rule of law in this country when we have a sitting president. I'm just going to start with Benghazi. When we have a sitting president and a secretary of state who left Americans for dead and denied 400 requests for security and then not only let them to die, but but most importantly, lied to the American people about it and launched a despicable cover-up in which they blamed a video. And then having that same president not only continue to lie to the American people, but go to the United Nations and say that, the future does not belong to those who would slander the prophet Muhammad. Excuse me. The First Amendment is part of our Constitution and the and most precious part of our Constitution. There's no rule of law when fast and furious, when we have a sitting president. I guess I, I've only got two minutes left to go through my rule of law segments, DJ Carrot Sticks. Fast and furious when we had the president decide to, to arm the bad guys in Mexico, leaving a Border Patrol agent dead. And then Eric Holder as the attorney general lie and be, you know, you know, contempt of Congress and not be held accountable. We have no rule of law in this country when the IRS is allowed to be weaponized to silence the voices of American citizens and get away with it. Lois Lerner's out on a beach somewhere getting a pension after that. There is no rule of law talking about obstruction of justice when the sitting attorney general has a meeting with the husband, Bill Clinton, of someone that she's supposed to be investigating and cooks up a deal after telling Comey that to refer to it as a matter. There's no rule of law when the head of, of the FBI starts drafting an exoneration letter before he even completes, even basically even begins an investigation. There's no rule of law when the sitting secretary of state can use her department to line her pockets personally, as well as her husband's pockets and the Clinton foundation pay for play scheme and get away with it. How about there's no rule of law when she's able to delete, even if you don't believe that she committed crimes with her, with her felonious email scheme, she was able to destroy 30,000 pieces of government, uh, government property under subpoena and get away with it. There's no rule of law when that's happening. But Christian Saucier spends a year in jail for six pics on a phone. There's no rule of law when a sitting president, thank you to David Appleyard for this one, when a sitting president decides to use his powerful pen, completely subvert the rule of law and draft legislation from the White House in terms of the Affordable Care Act, which did not follow the rule of law. And by the way, there's no rule of law when John Roberts decides to write legislation on the part of SCOTUS. Many people think that it's because he was under blackmail threat. Uh, There's no rule of law. When we have, um, when we have, speaking of courts, there's no rule of law when we, I got to refer to my list because there's so many. There's no rule of law when we've got dictators in robes legislating from the bench and trying to stop President Trump from exercising his constitutional right as a president to come up with immigration law. There's no rule of law when we have a former president who gets away with rape against women and gets to take 22 trips on the Lolita Express on the plane with a woman who was pimping out 12-year-old girls and ain't nobody investigating that this is just this is just the short list i could go on and on and on about this there's no rule of law the investigative body what we have right now is we have a government where every agency has been weaponized against conservatives against conservatism against traditional america and against any american who's for what this country was founded on, including the rule of law. What this is about, this is about trying to take down, this is, as, as Rush and others have said, this is about a coup attempt. 
and Mueller will not stop until he he will he will continue to dig. The latest is this Deutsche Mark, this Deutsche Bank investigation. Where is the Trump Russian collusion in this? What, w- w- there's some Russians involved in the, sitting in the Deutsche Bank that did business with Trump back in the 80s. This is absolutely crazy. This is an attempt to o- to overturn President Trump and to get him out of office. And basically, it's a coup against the American people. And we need to push back against it. And I know that there's some curved some conservatives out there that hold some uh, belief that Jeff Sessions behind the scenes is somehow doing some good after recusing himself. I find that amazing to me. I, I, I wish I had that kind of naivete to think that Jeff Sessions did the right thing by handing President Trump and his presidency and this country over to the left, who we, who we all know their whole goal is to overturn this election. I, I'm hoping somebody out there watching and listening to the show can convince me that I'm wrong and that Jeff Sessions somehow has some plan that makes sense for why he handed President Trump and the administration and this country over to the lynch mob that is the left trying to destroy him. But they're not going to get away with it, according to my next guest. Gerard Lemaire is on the line. We're going to take a break. When we come back. He's, he, we all know that this is not even about any kind of, this isn't about the rule of law. They're not even trying to come up with a crime that they can get about against President Trump. This is about coming up with the goods to get him impeached. But Gerard Lemaire says, that ain't going to happen. Well, we'll see if Gerard can convince me of that. Stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's A-V-A-R-I-A-S-Co.com. Home buying and selling can be a daunting and stressful experience. It will likely be the biggest financial purchase of your life. Hi, I'm Julie Mills Brennan, and I've been selling homes in San Diego for over 20 years. I've seen the market in its highs and in its lows, and through the years, I've immersed myself in nearly every market area. I realize that anyone can find you a house. I want to find you a home, a home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. I got I had, what, like a two-minute, three-minute break there, and I wait until the last 10 seconds before I put a chocolate in my mouth. Anyway, so glad to have you all here with me. Excuse me to everybody watching on Facebook Live and commenting. I got to read a couple of comments here. Thank you so much, everybody, by the way. I see Jim there and Eric. Hey to Sandra. Gordon Collins. He says, hashtag we the people need to stop this deep state madness. 
It's not. And by the way, Joseph, it's not a Rolo. It's a peppermint chocolate. I love. I want. What I want to know is why do we only have peppermint chocolates at Christmas time? Because it's like my most favorite thing. Because of like uh, candy canes, peppermint, that kind of represents Christmas a little bit. Mm. All right. Good point there. And C.V. Burton says every significant attacker of Trump has either damaged themselves in so doing or has forfeited their careers. This coup will backfire and bring his enemies down. I'm wondering if my next guest, Gerard Lamero, is going to agree with that sentiment. Hey, Gerard, welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Oh, great to be back with you. I was listening to you on Facebook, but I thought I should turn that down and just listen to you directly. (laughs) (laughs) So did you hear my short list of all the examples of how the rule of law no longer exists in this country? Yeah, well, that's a good list and to which I could probably add another hundred, but (laughs) there's so many things that have gone wrong and there's so many potential crimes that have been committed because when you break the rule of law, you're usually breaking a law in the process. And that has obviously happened. But my message to people this week, this week's article that I wrote, is that uh, basically uh, the Democratic Party and their efforts to impeach Trump are not going to work. And in fact, I'm going to go one step further. I think the big loser of all of this is going to be the Democratic Party itself, because right now they are in political freefall. Uh, there are so many reasons why the the Democratic Party is on way out the door. You know, parties don't exist forever. Mm-hmm. It's true the Democratic Party has been there a long time, but if you go back to the times of Andrew Jackson, there was a Whigs party, which is no longer around. There were the Know Nothing party that didn't last too long. There was a Constitutional party that didn't last too long. And parties come and go, especially when the American people get angry. Mm-hmm. And as I wrote my book last year, year, last year's book, the one that came out in January 2016, Great Mm -hmm. News for America, I pointed out the American people are angry. They are upset. They are frustrated. And it's a moral outrage. And they are mad about corruption in Washington. Mm -hmm. They are also mad about the loss of their freedom. And this is economic freedom, political freedom, and religious freedom, too. Yeah, and, and, well, and, and excuse me, for, they, they are upset. And one of the things they were upset about is the, ha- the uh, chant, lock her up, was not meaningless. And it was not just about oh. Hillary Clinton. So when they see, this is how tone deaf um, actually both establishment parties are, especially the Democrats, because, you know, the, the American people could see clearly that we had an, have an, an out-of-control system in this country where the political elites get to get to do whatever the heck they want to do from their uh, corruption schemes to line their pockets or whether or not it's now, you know, sexual harassment that gets paid out with taxpayers' dollars or whether it's, you know, um, email schemes that trans, you know, we've got Christian Saucier went to jail for a year for six photos on a phone, but she's able to, you know, commit how many felony or even a better example is Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart gets investigated for insider trading. She doesn't go to jail for that. She goes to jail for one misstatement to the FBI. Meanwhile, while Hillary Clinton's allowed to destroy 33,000 pieces of government property under subpoena and she gets to walk while she's lying all over the place. The American people, it's like they've had it. They've had uh, had it enough of it. And I don't think that, that, and I think that that's why the American people are looking at this investigation and going, where's the goods? You promised me Trump-Russian collusion and all you're bringing me is Flynn making a misstatement as he's trying to help transition and do some diplomacy? Yeah, not only that, but if there was a technical lie in his conversation with that fellow, Strzok, 
uh, who apparently conducted some of these uh, interviews and investigations and that, uh, it was it was not about a crime. I mean, right. if he lied, it, he, he got some detail wrong in the statement because there's no underlying crime. This is all ridiculous. And now uh, Mueller's off uh, with Deutsche Bank, you know, investigating mm-hmm. Trump's uh, records from who knows when uh, back in his history to see if they can find anything to, to pin against Trump. Oh, but that, let me yeah. tell you, everybody who's attacked Trump has wound up losing, including the NFL. And I'll tell you, I really believe the Democratic Party is going out the door. My new book, More Great News for America, comes out at the end of January. And in that, I am talking about the possible dissolution of the Democratic Party. Really? It has been so damaged. It has been damaged politically. It's been damaged morally. It's it's been damaged in terms of its credibility. Uh, The dinosaurs that are running that party are falling like flies. Uh, you know, they're, they're not running again. Uh, mm-hmm. Luis Gutierrez, for example, Kanye's is out, uh, and on and on and on. The corruption is evident. Uh, you know, people know about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, are the American people still mad at the Republicans? Yes, they're not doing enough. But you know what? They're going to be primaried. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a much more conservative uh, Republican Party in 2018 after the November elections because there's about 25 senators, for example, that are Democrats who are running. Maybe it's 24 now. Mm-hmm. And uh, believe it or not, a lot of them are not going to be back. It's yeah. going to be a much more conservative Congress. In 2019, I think Mitch McConnell will be out of a job. Oh, Paul Ryan so. will be out of a job. And you're going to see a much more uh, pro-Trump agenda, pro-American agenda, uh, in in the House and the Senate, and we're going to see a lot of bills uh, finally signed by uh, President Trump. You know, there are about 300 bills that I know of that are not getting through the Senate. They're being mm-hmm. held up at the Senate because of that 52-vote margin, you know, where they don't think they can quite pass it because somebody like a McCain or a Collins or right. one of those you know, liberal Republicans won't vote. And, and you know, you can only lose two or three votes and you, and you can't get it through, so they don't bother to run it through at all because they don't want to lose it. But yeah. those bills are sitting there, and when the Congress, and especially the Senate, gets more conservative, you are going to see things pass that the liberals are going to go nuts over. And I tell you, this impeachment effort is going nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I think what's going to happen is there's going to be a new special prosecutor appointed to investigate Hillary. I think that's coming. Uh, they keep getting one revelation after another. You know, these people opened up an investigation to destroy Trump. But the irony is it's destroying them because the truth is coming out. When they start investigating, they start looking at old emails and they start looking at old papers and that. Mm-hmm. What they're finding out is... The real bad guys are on the other side. It's not Trump. He didn't do anything wrong. He didn't do anything different than anybody else uh, in the past who's who's talked. For example, Reagan talked to the Ayatollahs, uh, you know, about the hostages back in 1980. By the way, I worked on that election. You probably know that. I was an electoral college vote for Ronald Reagan. I'm proud of it. Yeah. Well, you know what? I I think that it can back. I think it probably will back. I think it's already backfiring in one sense because you look at what's happening with Strzok and it's like there that we now know and it's been revealed and 
uh, that, you know, we want to see these text messages. The The FBI has been refusing to hand them over. That's who's obstructing justice here. That's who has That's continued right. to, to obstruct justice. I don't understand why Jeff Sessions has not already called for a special prosecutor. When Comey, back in January, February, went before Congress and revealed that Loretta Lynch had tried to, had attempted to, had obstructed justice with her tarmac meeting and with telling him that it, to, to refer to the Hillary Clinton investigation as a matter not an investigation why there was not already an investigation done we know now that Mueller and Rosenstein and McCabe and whoever else actually was a part of covering up the uranium one sale there's still right. not there's still not a special prosecutor assigned They're to that tainted. They're tainted. And There's what? a conflict of interest big time. Yeah. So they should be investigated. They should be investigated. Why Why hasn't Mueller already been uh, fired? Is, 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 can well, he? Because I'm hearing you, conflicting things mistake, that he can't be. I think that absolutely he can be fired. I think that the mistake is Jeff Sessions. Yeah. I think he's a nice conservative in many ways, but I think he's part of the swamp. He's used to dealing in that slow, yeah. you know, methodical uh, you know, half-hearted effort of, of Republicans in the Senate. Yeah. I think that uh, Trump, unfortunately, picked the wrong AG. I think he should resign. Yes. I think yeah. Mueller should resign or be fired by yeah. the next and the new AG, because I think we need a new AG to really clean house, and I think we're going to have to have a special prosecutor who is not part of the former FBI Obama mm-hmm. administration, who has nothing to do with their history, and can look at it with clean eyes and, and, and open eyes and find out and, and let the American people know all the stuff that has happened and let all the crawl, uh, crimes fall out on the carpet and then start prosecuting the people who are appropriate. And I think there's a bunch of people that have committed crimes that have been covered up, hidden, and we need a new special prosecutor to go after the whole set of crimes. And the Russian collusion thing, they might as well shut that down because yeah, there stupid. is no Russian collusion. That's a big joke. And everybody knows it now. They switched to Deutsche Bank. It's like they're going to – I I, was mocking this morning on Facebook, and I said they, they're going to go back until they can find some tax deduction Trump took in his early real estate days for a hammer that he bought at Home Depot without a receipt. They try to go – and this is where you're right because they try to go and impeach on the basis of going back 30 years, and it's like they're done. I think they already know that this is done, and that's why they're already trying to shift years. And to me, this entire thing about Russia and Trump from the outset was a deflection off of Hillary Clinton and Obama's and and the crimes of the FBI in terms of what they did with Russia. There's no excuse for why that hasn't been investigated. I think you're right that the Democrat Party um, is, is about to implode, but the Republicans cannot sit back and think that they've got it safe going into 2018 because not only do they need to get some bills signed, they need to get them signed and, and actually get some results going in because I got to tell you, there's a lot of, I'm in California and there's a lot of really upset Californians who are saying, you know what GOP, this tax bill where we can't deduct our state and local taxes, that's double taxation for us. The highest real estate market, the average cost of a home is 600000 You're going to kill us if we can't take these property taxes. We got The American people need to see not just legislation signed, but some positive results on the other end of that. Correct? Well, I'll tell you, the, the, if we get into the economics now, turn from the scandal to just the plain old economic issues, let me tell you, this bill is a half-hearted effort. Just right. like everything else the House and the Senate have done in the past year, half-hearted effort. Half-hearted effort on Obamacare to repeal and replace it, and then it didn't even get that far. And, and this is a half-hearted effort. All I can say about this bill is, at best, 
if it passes, and I, I have my doubts it's going to pass, but if it does pass, because there's a lot of opposition to it, some of it right so, and some of it not so right uh, reasons. But but I think that this is a half-hearted bill. At best, it is a down payment on a decent tax uh, cut. Mm-hmm. Because let me tell you, I'm an economist. This does not do the job as no. good as it should do. It's better than the way it is today, but for some people, it isn't. And yeah, for, for us, others, it's not. It's absolutely outrageous. Yeah, and to think that, and to suggest that, and in, in to me, in a kind of a manipulative, salesy way, that right. those of us who live in these states will, you know, it will expose California or New Jersey or New York for what they're doing, and it will force them to lower their taxes. What kind of fantasy, you know, are, are you know, that, that to me, I don't want to be insulting, but that's kind of fantasy. Does, I mean, is there anybody out there who really thinks that Governor Brown is going to go, oh, busted, now we've got to lower state and local taxes as a result of this? And oh, by the way, this is about, this is, this is an income redistribution scheme. We're going to jack some people on taxes in these liberal states in order to some in order to pay for tax cuts somewhere else. That tells me you don't understand the basics of economics. You don't understand um, for you enterprise. Don't. You don't no. understand this tax bill is Democrat light, in my opinion, if not it socialist is. light. Um, but I, I agree with Rand Paul that we got to get. Something even kind of remotely good is better than nothing at all, and we and we've got to start piecing it. It's one reason to me why they always want to overdo it with reform versus just some quick, easy things that will actually have results. Day one, they could have done just uh, lower the corporate tax rate. Where would we be? We'd be better let off. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Last point uh, before I got to let you go, Gerard. Okay, I think the Republican Party is about to split up. I think we're going to see that happen. There's going to be a conservative party in its place, and the old uh, progressives and rhinos are going to join with a few leftover Democrats that haven't already quit the Democratic Party, and there's going to be a Republican progressive party, and there's going to be a conservative renaissance party. The old Democrats are going into the history books. I think that's when America will truly get great again, when Mm -hmm. we have a conservative party and when the the Republicans and rhinos go into the minority party status that they are, they belong with the Democrats that are left over, the few that haven't become total outside totalitarian Marxists because they're... They're out the window, right. and we can't save them at the moment. But their history, the yeah. Democratic Party is going out of business. Yeah, I agree with you there. I, and it's an interesting idea about the Republican Party splitting. And I think that that, I, I, li- I would like it to see to. that happen. It because has they have to. And then we can marginalize those rhinos and set them right. aside and trample over them and get this country back. Gerard, tell everybody where they can read your amazing, uh, brilliant blogs before I got to let you go. Uh, GreatNewsForAmerica.com, my new book, great, more Great News for America, my old book, Great News for America. All right. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Always fun to have you on. It is. Have a great day. You too. All right. Stay tuned because we are going to take one skinny, tiny little break and we come back. We're going to continue to talk about the rule of law and uh, the outrageous decision and this verdict on the Kate Steinley case. I don't want to let that go. It's too important to America. And I've got coming up with me uh, Maria Espinoza from the RemembranceProject.org. Don't go anywhere. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K. Kay, spelled K A Y E.
Home buying and selling can be a daunting and stressful experience. It will likely be the biggest financial purchase of your life. Hi, I'm Julie Mills Brennan, and I've been selling homes in San Diego for over 20 years. I've seen the market in its highs and in its lows, and through the years, I've immersed myself in nearly every market area. I realize that anyone can find you a house. I want to find you a home, a home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's avariasco.com. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome, welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me. Uh, thanks again to everybody who's watching and commenting on Facebook Live. Um, a couple comments here. Um, let's see. Um, hmm, somebody says, have more coffee. That's always a good suggestion. Uh, somebody else says, build the wall. Yeah, um, we need to build the wall. Had we had a wall... Um, as well as some other measures taken and uh, happening in this country, Kate Steinle would be alive today. I am still absolutely shocked and devastated and outraged over what happened with Kate Steinle, and I'm hoping that the American people will continue the outrage because, unfortunately, it's like shock and awe right now of scandals. It's shock and awe right now of the fact that we have no rule of law in this country. We have no rule of law in this country when we have open borders specifically designed to encourage, to invite in Anybody who wants to come here, regardless of what their ill intent is, and that we then will, regardless of how many crimes that they commit, we will actually set up communities for them to, quote, provide them sanctuary. We will actually then, in this country, refuse to hand over felons who have committed crimes against Americans over to authorities for deportation. And then if they do get deported, we've practically got a Democrat party setting up Uber rides for their return to come back. We have blood on our hands. I think the uh, Department of Homeland Security, I read a stat the other day. I don't have the number in front of me, but I think between the years of 2003 and 2009, there were literally uh, approximately, depending on where you go for stats, the numbers can vary. But it was something like 30,000 people had been murdered by illegals in this country. This is absolutely an outrage. And thank goodness that there are Americans, people that are saying, you know what? It's not just about Kate Steinle. This is a major issue in this country. And we are not going to forget about these victims. And we are going to continue to push to make sure that they are not forgotten. And we do right in this country for American citizens to keep them safe. Joining me now is Maria Espinoza, the National Director of the Remembrance Project, which honors and remembers Americans and legal residents who have been killed by illegal aliens. Welcome to the show, Maria. Hello, Andrea. Thanks so much for inviting me on and uh, giving us a platform on this very important issue. 
What a shock about uh, with Kate Steinle. Who would have thought? I mean, I guess the San Francisco. This, I guess it was a jury of his peers. I, I you know, I don't know who they were. Um, I don't know what their legal status was. I know that they didn't care about an American citizen who was murdered by this illegal. I'm, I'm actually suspecting that if this man who claimed that he was shooting at a seal had killed a seal, then maybe they might have cared in San Francisco. Um, and probably then, they yeah. Probably- would have not been acquitted of that, would he have? Yeah, and then to see this defense attorney come out and spit at the Steinle family by saying this was a vindication for immigration law, although, you know, um, knowing that he had to have known that the Steinle family was pushing for legislation to not let this happen again. On top of it, um, how could this be a vindication for immigration law? It was was a murder trial, and his immigration status, that he had been deported five times, it was a seven-time felon, was intentionally withheld from the jury. So, no, this was not a vindication. But for him saying that proves how politicized this issue is. Um, Oh, exactly. I mean, um, look, what's happened is they're politicizing innocent American lives, and it's an outrage. It's a gross miscarriage of justice, Andrea, and it has to be stopped. And you're right. It has to be an awakening for every single American, whether you are a Democrat, Republican, Independent, what are. This is not a political issue. This is about our safety. Right. And in Texas, your organization is based out of Texas. In Texas, according to the Department of Homeland Security, between June and 2011 and, and March of 2017, over 173,000 crimes, uh, over 173,000 illegal immigrants were arrested and booked. Um, uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, um, this uh, 217,000 total criminal in- immigrants were arrested and booked. 173,000 were illegal. 600,000 uh, offenses, 1,200 homicides. This is just Texas. 69,000 right. assaults, 16,800 burglaries, 700 kidnappings, 6,200 sexual assaults. And yet the left still wants us. Um, to continue to have open borders and sanctuary cities. Tell me about your organization and what you guys do, because I'm concerned that we're only three days back and nobody's talking about Kate Steinle anymore. Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, what we need to be talking about is that the current laws are not enforced, our borders are not secured, and and American interests are not placed first and foremost by our elected officials. And you're right. Those are staggering stats just in Texas alone. Just think about that. Over 600,000 crimes committed against Texas by illegal aliens, and that is tax dollars used to adjudicate these individuals. Those are the harm and all of the pain and suffering by innocent Americans because these people should not have been here in the first place, and our laws, existing laws, Andrea, existing laws are not enforced. Um, you know, the reason the Remembrance Project was created was because we learned about the sanctuary city policies in Houston, Texas. And um, my husband, Tim Ling, and myself did some research and expanded that research outside of Texas and to learn how many Americans were killed by illegal aliens. And we still don't have that number. Right. And there are so many in so many different cases, Andrea. We can't keep up with the statistics. Yeah, and, and what, we are in a bad situation. We're in a horrible situation, particularly when we have different, like Governor Brown here and uh, different areas up uh, up in the Pacific Northwest. One of the things that they've done is they've changed the laws so that to try to um, 
to give you a specific, specific example, I think in Seattle, if I get caught drunk driving, I'm going to get arrested for drunk driving. I'm going to lose my license and all that. If an illegal gets arrested for being drunk behind the wheel or above the legal limit, they it gets pled down or they get prosecuted for something far less because they're concerned about deportation. So part of what's making things difficult from us, from uh, keeping records and stats is that we've mm-hmm. we've actually got you know uh, our criminal court system being manipulated and massaged in order to either set them free or have them charged for less and it's just exactly it's, it's insane exactly. And, and right in california if i understand correctly andrea they're um the people the um convicted uh people with misdemeanors are now set free and mm-hmm. they're lowering the felony charges to misdemeanors yes. and then guess who's next going to be out in the streets these felons yes yeah, and it's all and it's all under the guise of protecting criminal illegal aliens in this country, and it's and it's it's it. We've got to put a stop to this as Americans, and, and Americans voted. I don't know how you voted in the general election. I know you're a nonprofit, and you and you and this is a nonpartisan issue for you. But the American people voted mm-hmm. for President Trump because build the wall meant something to them. That when he brought out all those family members who had yes, lost our angel moms and dads. Yes, yes the absolutely. angel moms and dads. Those are the forgotten people. Um, but there's also family members who have been affected by kidnappings and sexual assaults and others. This is a scandal of epic proportions in this nation that we are allowing this to happen. And I God bless you and thank you for your organization. How can people learn more about what you're doing and support uh, your organization? Okay, you have to type our email address um, in your URL bar because Google and other major search engines have uh, suppressed our a website. So it's www.therememberanceproject.org. Therememberanceproject.org. And Andrea, please keep an eye on the Mexican Consul. They've created centers of defense all over the United States, put in $50 million, which is a drop in the bucket to them, in order to assist illegal aliens like they are in California, mm-hmm. conduct workshops to coach them how to circumvent our laws and not to answer the door when a police officer comes to their door. Yeah. We, we need to push back and remove them. We absolutely need to. And it just really makes my blood boil when I hear some president of Mexico calling us bigots and racist. It, you know, we don't even have time to get into their strict Mexican immigration policies down there. You know, they think nothing of, right. of jailing Andrew Tamarisi, who happened to accidentally yes. live in San Diego. I know exactly what that border's like. I don't want to get within two miles of it because I might accidentally end up on the other side of it and have a two-hour wait coming back. So you know they they oh. think nothing of treating us in an abominable fashion down there in the in Mexico, and I can speak that from personal experience. Uh, meanwhile, they want to we call us racist and bigots. Their, yes, we need to adopt their um, immigration policies and yes. how they secure their southern border. That's absolutely true, Maria. Yeah. Thank you so much for be- being here and all the work you do. I appreciate it. God bless you, Andrea, and Merry Christmas. Keep up your good work and keep speaking out. Thank you so much, and I'm so glad. Merry Christmas. I love that. (laughs) All right. Merry Christmas. Thanks so much. Okay, so we're going to take another little break, our last break of the show. We're going to get into a couple pop culture segments when we come back. We're also good, but before we even get into that, speaking of remembrance, who remembers the largest mass shooting in America's history in Las Vegas? Who's gotten any answers? of the mass shooting in Las Vegas. I haven't gotten any answers. Matt Walsh has written a great article about that. We're going to talk about that. Then we're going to get into a little pop culture. Then we've got the hero of the week and stink of the week. More Andrea K. Show coming up. 
Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Home buying and selling can be a daunting and stressful experience. It will likely be the biggest financial purchase of your life. Hi, I'm Julie Mills Brennan, and I've been selling homes in San Diego for over 20 years. I've seen the market in its highs and in its lows, and through the years, I've immersed myself in nearly every market area. I realize that anyone can find you a house. I want to find you a home, a home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's A-V-A-R-I-A-S-Co.com. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. We are rolling along here, rolling into our final segment, by the way. I got to laugh at a, at a comment from Lindsay Huggins, who knows me well. She typed from the, on Facebook Live, from the halls of Montezuma. That's right, to the shores of Tripoli, baby. For those of you who don't know, I am the daughter of two Marines. First, first song, I, who plays the organ anymore? We love the organ in the South. You know, ch- churches, they don't have organs anymore. They got Balboa like, Park, there's the organ pavilion. I know, it's amazing. And so I had a toy organ because my grandma had an organ, and I wanted to play the organ. So I uh, got an organ when I was a kid. First song I ever learned to play in the organ was the Marine Corps hymn. That's right. In fact, it might have been the only song I learned to play. So anyway, that reminds me of that. I've got to read some other... Um, Comments here from everybody on Facebook. I love it. Man buns and girly man clothes. Are they trying to take us back to the 16th or 17th century where affecting effeminate and aristocracy was the accepted behavior? Um, I think that they're just, I, I think that uh, I don't really know that part of history in terms of the political systems at that time. Um, I don't know if the effeminate time in the 16th or 17th century uh, reflected Marxism or socialism, but that's really what it's all about here. They've got to destroy the fabric of America. It's not just about feminizing men and making men be less strong. It's more about trying to attack and destroy the Judeo-Christian principles that is America. That's really what it's about. And so that's one of the reasons why I've continued uh, to, to, to bring stories about the transgender movement that's going on in this country. Because it's destroying lives and it's destroying children. The latest story to come out um, in is Pink, the um, alleged entertainer, the alleged singer. I'm not a huge fan of Pink's music, um, you know. Uh, <clears throat> but anyway, she has come out to say that she is quote raising her children to be quote gender neutral because her family lives in a quote labelless household. Well, Pink, your 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 household is ref- reflecting intelligence less. 
you're smartless, whatever the whatever the term is. You're brainless in your household because there's a this is so typical of the left, the party of science who tries to tell us there's no such thing as your your sexuality is fixed at birth but your gender isn't. That doesn't even make any sense, does it? Well, of course, because liberalism doesn't make any sense. You know, it's all about trying to pat themselves on the back that they're, you know, pink. I, I'm assuming that what this is about for her is, is uh, since I think she's brain dead and brainless, I don't think she even gets what this movement is about. I don't think that she understands that this is a cultural Marxist movement meant to destroy the fabric of society, to remove every aspect of our Judeo-Christian principles so that they can transform us into their Marxist utopia. I don't think she's smart enough to get that. I think that she, like all these other liberals, you know, pat themselves on the back that it's about love and it's about tolerance. Meanwhile, and I'm not sure if it was on this show here or on another show that I did, maybe Newsmax, um, that there are more and more studies coming out that transgenders are regretting their surgery and nobody wants to talk about it. This one guy who's a leading doctor, uh, a professor who's also from Belgrade, who's one of the lead, world's leading genital reconstructive surgeons, has try, tried to get a university he was working with to f- do further research on why so many people who've gone through the transition process post-surgery regret it. And well, to me, hello, doctor, shouldn't you know that they regret it because it's not natural? And he goes on to say, and the university initially funded his research and then said that they were concerned that social media might come back and backlash against the university because of political correctness. So again, they're putting political correctness over the needs of human beings. We have in this country children being put through the transition process, permanent changes. We don't let children, we don't let an eight-year-old decide to have a cocktail. We don't let an eight-year-old smoke a cigarette, but we're going to let an eight-year-old take experimental drugs to stop the natural process of puberty and becoming a, 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 an adult according to their biological process. We're going to let them do that. Permanent. Make a permanent change. This is why the suicide rate is so high because of regret that they've done this in this country. So Pink, what you're doing to your children is abusive. Okay? You are brainless. So anyway, that's part of my pop, pop culture segment. Then we've got LeVar Ball, who's another, you know, equally ridiculous and brain dead dad, whose son was a part of a group of people that went over to communist China and decided to shoplift, ha ha ha, how cute and how funny, some, you know, Louis Vuitton and, and other, you know, high priced goods, then dared to, to call President Trump racist because, you know, I, I guess President Trump didn't usher them back on Air Force One. Well, I guess he's pulled his kid out of UCLA because... Because he just feels like UCLA should not have suspended his son for his behavior. He said, he goes, I, you know, he already paid his punishment. He was, he, you know, in China held and then he, he was let go. I mean, and he said, thank you. Yeah. He said, I'm sorry. Is what LeVar, he goes, that was his punishment. He said, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's like that's like I heard actually a quote conservative Rich Lowry, Mr. National Review, saying that Hillary actually paid a price for her crimes against this country because she's not allowed to be president. Are you kidding me, Rich Lowry? I don't. I hope I never see that dude again. I mean, you know, that's got to be part of this continued. Speaking of brainless, uh, never Trump movement. But yeah, I mean, this is this is where we're at in the society. No right or wrong. You're not to be held accountable for anything, and that's that's one reason why Denzel. I don't know if you heard about him he dared to say that issues like what's going on with the ball kid and um it 
there's actually black people in this country that are actually paying a price for their crimes. They're actually going to jail and being incarcerated for crimes that they commit. But the left is actually saying that the incarceration rate with, with black people in this country is too high. Well, don't do the What was that old song from the 70s? Don't do the crime if you don't want to don't do, do the, the crime if you can't pay the time. That's right. Yeah. So then Denzel comes out. Just another reason why I think Denzel is yummy, by the way. Denzel comes out and he says, hey, hold up. Don't be blaming the system. Look at what's going on in the black community. If, if you've got all these families out there with no fathers, these boys are going to go out and look for a father. And it's probably going to be in the drug infested part of the community. It's probably going to be in the gangs. Don't blame the system. Look at yourself. It's about it, it's about individual responsibility. He's like nobody's he's like it's about the formative years. He says, quote, nobody's born a criminal. That's right. So, Mr. Ball, if your kid was over there committing a crime, don't be blaming President Trump. Don't be blaming UCLA. You know, if if you don't think he should be held accountable, the fact is he was probably committing that crime because you're just as much of a low-life scum as your kid, okay? Who's probably going to go on to be rewarded with some fat NBA contract and give me just another reason yet to not watch basketball, which I consider to be as boring as golf. Well, there, the, some it. of the experts say the next two sons might not make it. And the son that got in trouble in China, who he pulled from UCLA, the father said, well, we're, I'm going to train him and he's going to play ball over in, in some foreign countries. Well, yeah. he better not steal sunglasses in another country. Hmm. Might be interesting if it was. Where's that place that canes you for stealing? Singapore. Sa- was it Singapore? Yeah. Ball kid and, and the other loser dudes, lucky that they didn't get busted, you know, stealing over in Singapore and they might have had a few lashes across their back. Crazy. Um, how much time do I have left in the show? I want to make sure I get into Vegas, but I did want to get eight minutes. Eight minutes. Okay. Uh, one more pop. I don't know that this is pop culture necessarily, but I did want to let you guys know that I saw this, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it. I'm kind of a high maintenance gal. I'm not one of the things people who know me well know that I really don't like camping. And to me, even, it, it, you know, to me, anything less of, than staying at a hotel with full room service and a Keurig machine and all that, if it's not outfitted like five star with lots of amenities, that's roughing it to me. That's one reason why I say that I don't, I, I not only do I not camp, but I don't self cater on vacation. Okay. It's not vacation to me if I have to go stay somewhere with a kitchen and cook my own meals and make my bed every day and wash the sheets or clean the towels before I go. So I am not an Airbnb person. Okay. And now it's been confirmed. Another reason for me to not be an Airbnb person and not rent house. Did you know, DJ Carrot Sticks, have y'all heard how many cameras are being found in the homes? No. Yes. And not only are cameras being found in a lot of the homes and being reported, but Airbnb knows that they've got cameras there. Here's Airbnbs. As one person found a hidden camera in a bathroom hidden behind a smoke detector, Airbnb came out and said, cameras are never allowed in bathrooms or bedrooms. Oh, so you allow cameras in other parts of the home. Well, it's supposed to be uh, properly disco- disclosed to guests ahead of time. I've actually searched through a lot of Airbnb stuff because it's been recommended to me to do that. And I just couldn't pull the trigger on it for the reasons why I said before. I've never seen one listing that said that there were cameras. That is a lie. In fact, one girl found there was a camera hidden behind a smoke detector. And when she disabled it, they tried to bust her because now you not only review the properties yourself, but you can be reviewed as a guest. They reviewed her negatively. They gave her a negative review for disabling a camera that had been set up on her in a bathroom. Yeah. 
So Airbnb supposedly is now cooperating, but just heads up, if you're an Airbnb person like lots of friends in my family, just know that uh, there's a good chance that there's a camera in your Airbnb. So, you know, I'm not going to say don't stay at Airbnb. I don't want to be hearing from Airbnb. I'm just saying, you know, disclosure, this is what's happening. I had a friend stay at an Airbnb up in San Francisco of all places, and he said everything was fine. The guy was really nice. And at one point he came, you know, over, I guess he had a, a, a duplex. He came over and that guy had this hat on okay. that to keep the government from reading his brainwaves. <laughs> like, no, are you serious? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that'd be the end of Airbnb for me. <laughs> yeah, that might, that might scare me off from Airbnb too. I'd like to see that guy's review. <laughs> I don't want, yeah, I don't want cameras and I don't want crazy conspiracy nut jobs bothering me either. Uh, speaking of nut jobs and cameras, why do we still not have, you know, actually, not only speaking of nut jobs and cameras, speaking of failures of the rule of law and the FBI, the FBI has not only been weaponized against anybody traditional American, particularly political opponents, um, but in the course of doing that, the FBI is kind of failing us in terms of actually investigating crimes. Okay, let's talk about their failures in Orlando, San Bernardino, um, Boston, Let's talk Fort Hood, where they, you know, where a dude was uh, allowed to walk around with a business card as part of the army with Warrior for Allah on it. Uh, the FBI under Mueller, who who removed anything related to radical Islam and Sharia as part of their investigations. This is the same FBI that has left us with absolutely zero answers as to what happened when a man started shooting up in Vegas, le- leaving supposedly, because we don't even know, really, supposedly he shot 537 people in 58 or dead, but do we even have the answer to that? There's a great article by Matt Walsh saying that, outlying every question that's left to be unanswered, which is pretty much everything. In terms of, for example, how we're, we're told 537 people were injured. He shot 537 people? Or were some of that re- injuries related to the fact that, you know, maybe they were trampled? We don't have answers to that. Um, we don't know why he did it. Whether you, you think about Aurora, every mass shooting or every mass casualty situation, they're either terrorists or they're crazy people. There's no evidence for either here. This man did it for a reason, and I'm not believing that the FBI does not know why he did it. So what are the, why are they withholding it from us? Maybe because it's terrorist-related? ISIS has never claimed a terrorist attack and come back and found that that claim was untrue. We don't have the answer to that. We don't. Uh, some media outlets, according to this article, have sued to gain information, um, but we still don't have answers. How did he do it? There's no explanation. He had an exit plan. Why did he have an exit plan if he was acting alone? And why didn't he use his exit plan? We still don't know. Let's talk about the timeline, which has changed three or four times. And we still don't have a correct answer as to why this timeline changed or why this Campos dude left the country, why he hasn't done any media. And then he suddenly shows up on Ellen. And let's talk about video. There's, you can't go anywhere in Las Vegas without being captured on video. We have not seen one video of this man, of, how, of him coming into the hotel, even if he used uh, the um, service elevators to go up to his room, there should still be video. Oh, they don't have videos in the hallways. They have videos in the common areas. You're not telling me they don't. There is so much that has been, that is literally actively being withheld from us by the FBI in this situation. And people aren't, nobody's even asking any questions anymore. We're, it's been four days since Steinle. People aren't even remembering her anymore. It, you know, every other mass shooting, we were still talking about it for a month. We're not getting any answers here, and nobody's even asking any questions anymore. It's crazy. It's astounding. 
Um, so, you know, I'm hoping that by continuing to, you know, raise this up, thank you to Matt Walsh for keeping this at the forefront of Americans' minds. And that's my goal today. You know, I, 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 I don't even have a theory because we don't even have enough information to have a theory here. The only theory I can come up with is that this is not good. Uh, there, if this is the same FBI that coordinated with CARE to come out at the press conference for Orlando to prop up and defend Islam, I have to think that there's something sketchy behind this that it maybe involves terrorism and that's why the FBI is hiding it. And by the way, there's no rule of law, which is how the show started. There is no rule of law in America when the Council for American Islamic Relations and the Muslim Brotherhood, two front groups for terrorist organizations, are allowed to operate in this country and not only operate, but at the highest levels. They have infiltrated every department in this country. Now for my awards, because I got one minute left. The stink of the week is the stench. I know y'all wanted it to be Joy Behar for her celebration of the false news report for Brian Ross. And he's pretty stinky too because he tanked the market with his false good, falsehood and his propaganda. But the stink of the week has to be that verdict out of San Francisco. Absolutely no question. Because an American woman was shot to death by an illegal alien and the jury let him off for political reasons. San Francisco makes me sick. The hero of the week, because I got to end on a good note, you know, it's kind of redundant to say it's President Trump, but it's got to be President Trump because this man is doing everything he can without needing to, because the man's a billionaire. He does not need to put his life, his family's life on the line like this to try to save this country and to be trying to do it while a soft coup is underway makes him almost the perpetual hero of the week for me. Hey, thanks to everybody for being here. Thank you to my guest, Gerard Lamero, Maria Espinosa for her work with the Remembrance Project. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks. Thanks to everybody out there watching on Facebook Live and all your comments. Great to have you here with me. Appreciate you, Patriots, so much. Have a great week, everybody.